Stop the press. The golden child of the M's is back just to straighten this ship right up. I heard some of the stuff you two were delivering last week and it was, yeah, hideous. Dead set hideous. I thought, <laughs> when did Triple M sign KG and Cornsy? Like, it was just <laughs> nowhere where it needed to be as I uh, welcome a man that dominated South Australian cricket for uh, well, nearly two decades, I would have said. Cow Ferguson, hello, mate. Tomo, great to have you back, albeit a pretty uh, warped version of what happened last week. <laughs> this, uh, this show was at its very, nah, very best. No, no, no. I'll tell you what, though. Once again... There is not a cloud in the sky. You need sunnies on. You're squinting <laughs> at me. Actually you struggling. are looking dead set uncomfortable at the oh, minute. But mate. what a day it is. And what a day it is out there as well. It's going to be a great show. Former skipper of the Brisbane Lions, two-time All-Australian, two-time best and fairest. Tom Rockcliffe, hello, mate. How you going? Only one All-Australian. I would have loved to be uh, two-time All-Australian. Is that right? Yeah, only, only one? Only one. Robbed. Should have been probably four or five, but... <laughs> That's what happens, Tomo, uh, when you're not a big dog and yep. uh, don't suck up to the right people. You don't get those awards. Oh, that hell. Gee, you self-proclaimed <laughs> should have been wow. Brownlow medalist in 20, what, 15 or something? Uh, 13. Yeah. Oh, man. Hey, boys, uh, time to straighten up. Big, big show coming up. And, uh, gee, like, seriously, we've had to change the run sheet so many times because so much news keeps on coming out. The big story is Jordan Degoe, and we're going to cover that off in full with right. Jay-Z and ourselves. Yeah, our man Ferg's just gone and got someone live from Bali. Yeah, so perfect. We'll, uh, uh, we'll be speaking to them in the 10 o'clock hour, so hang around, family. So Rick uh, Rick Olerenshaw, we can yes. drop the name. So he was actually with Jordan Degoe before the incident there. Fred. Yeah, so uh, Jordan joined uh, Rick at his local football club over in, in Bali. Yep. Uh, Rick runs a footy club over there, and uh, he said he was fantastic. Came out to training, uh, helped out with all the, the young lads and, and girls out at the footy club, and and really offered a lot to the locals yep. over there. So he was pumping his tyres up on social media yesterday and he was really disappointed around some of the uh, media that was and the stories being sold about what was happening in, in Bali. He had a lot of positive um, news to, t- uh, to spin about uh, Jordan Degoe, so we'll talk to him later. I love that. We're going to do that before 11 o'clock this morning. Also, opening up the phones, when did you bend the rules? Oh, yes. We want to hear your stories. We've got $100 vouchers, faster pasta to give away. It's all happening. Hang with us. Dead Set Legends, Tom Rockcliffe, Cow Ferguson and Tomo. She's a pitcher outside. Triple M. Triple M. 10 minutes past and 9 o'clock, 104.7 on the dial. And we are also on Lister as well. L-I-S-T. And uh, we're going to catch up with Rick Olerenshaw, who was with Geordie Degoe before the incident that took place over in Bali. We're going to do that before 11 o'clock this morning. Yeah, last night at Marvel Stadium, an upset. Uh, we seen Essendon win by 35 points oh, oh, against St Kilda. <laughs> Your mob, Ferg, they were super impressive and uh, they were asked questions in that third quarter when St Kilda came back and they kicked five in a row and it looked like St Kilda were just going to roll over the top of them. But they responded really well with six goals of their own and at the back end of that third quarter. They, they belted St Kilda around the contested footy plus, plus 20 almost. So that went a long way to them winning the game. Stringer was back to some of his best. He's really important. Then Peter right up forward. He just clunked everything, ended up with four goals. So... They were they were super super impressive last night for me Essendon but the question is where where's that been all year? Just their pressure in their first half and it was uh, yeah well, it was just fantastic as well and um, you know it was highlighted in the call as well. There's no doubt about that. But as an Essendon supporter, Ferg, like surely like you get a win like that, surely there must be some sort of even frustration because where the hell's that been for two months? Yeah, there is, no doubt. Um, <clears throat> and I think you just want to see that effort week in week out. Um, what I am a acutely aware of though is what it can be like for a young group and they got belted from pillar to post in the first three rounds by three sides that were just better than them 
and they lost all their confidence and, and really struggled to turn it around and lost their sense of self, I think. So to see them bounce back to the sort of form they had last year was really pleasing. Um, they're a young team and, and they're a, a rebuilding team. They probably jumped into the finals a bit early, earlier than expected last year. Where to for the Saints here, Rocky? Yeah, St Kilda, I think they'll miss finals now. We, yep. um, we spoke just off air before. So what lays ahead for them now that they could have been in the top four after last night, yep. now they're sitting eighth. Mm. And they've got St Kilda waiting, uh, Sydney waiting next week. Yep. Carlton, Frio, Western Bulldogs. And then they've got to go over to Perth and play West Coast, who is no gimme, I don't think, by then. I think they'll have a lot of their troops back. Um, Hawthorne, round 20. Yeah, you probably give them that one. But then they've got Geelong, Brisbane and Sydney to finish. Yeah, so yeah. Sydney again. You play Sydney twice in the run home. I'll so what there, has, there was earlier in the year, a, a lot of carry-on from our man across the studio here, yeah. Tomo, carrying on about being the only bloke in the room here <laughs> yeah. that, that picked, him, picked them in the eight. Absolutely. And, and all, where'd you pick them? I'll confess. I, I had them probably... Oh, I, I had them in no, the eight. No, tell us where you had them. I think I had them sixth. Yeah. Mm. Which yeah. is not looking too good sixth? at the moment. No. Yeah. I reckon it was only like... <laughs> But I reckon it was only two weeks ago. Don't you start, buddy. Lock a hoop over there. Don't it? you start. I've got a whole heap of audio to play out, right? Just, just to, to straighten back up after Tomo's uh, misdemeanor there, yep. Brett Ratton was as angry as I've yes. heard a coach for a long period of time. I think it's a reality check for our players. You're never as good as you think you are, and you're never as bad as you think you are. And tonight's performance was very, very bad. When you look at all aspects of the game, yeah, we probably have clearance numbers by the end, but yeah, you know, some of the spread and ball use and defence, the combination of the game, we were below par in nearly every aspect. Look, I, I thought he held pretty firm through the majority of the, the presser and there was a lot of we's and us as a team. Um, but then he just undid all that good work with that quote right there. He just separated himself entirely from the playing group. Mm. We talked a bit about that with Ken, Ken Hinkley. Hinkley it's, yeah. it's the one time he's done it once in my time listening to Ken talk um, and very quickly um, redirected after that. But this this was just an entire just entirely separated himself from the playing group. I'm not sure that's a good look, really. Nah, he, he was fired up, and you could see the steam coming out of his ears when he was talking. So there's, there's a bit to play out there, I think, at St Kilda. They'll feel, he said they'll feel bad all weekend. They'll review it on Monday. A, a big occasion for the football club as well. I don't think we should hash mm. over that. I think no, um, yeah. the, the spud game, checking in on your mate, yep, mental health, it, it's really important out there. So if you pick up the phone today out there, make sure you check in on a mate, see how they're yeah. going if you haven't spoken to them in a while. So that's really important, but... They were, they were bitterly disappointed, and I think their season now may just unravel for them. It's yeah. the flattest I've seen Saints for a long time. Yeah, and, and how disappointing. You know, you got the whole country, you got the eyes on you, you're ready for a top four berth, and you, you serve that up. Well said about Sputter as well. Yeah, and absolutely. if you are in trouble as well, Lifeline 13 11 14. This is Triple M Dead Set Legends. I have a review of the show from last week. We'll get to that next. Triple M. Now, I was away last week. I was on holidays, which was good, and uh, I left you boys to, to go by yourselves, and you did a, a pretty good job. Are you happy with, with your performance? <laughs> oh, look, <laughs> it went all right, didn't it, Rock? You oh. know, pretty solid stuff. The feedback online was outstanding. Was what, it? Huge downloads. Yeah, downloads yeah. I was good. Was 04 888 yeah, On the text line. That's the text line. Yeah. So, because my why, mail... Why have you raised that, Rock? Yeah, my <laughs> mail is that you got no text messages at all last week <laughs> from <laughs> 9 to 11.30, <laughs> and this is why. Yeah, we thought it was a great time with the Adelaide Crows having the buy to just check in on their rebuild two and a half years. Years in, would love to hear from the family as well on 04555047. <laughs> Golgan. No! 
go again! No. Oh, as soon as I heard that, I nearly crashed my car at Wallaroo. And then I'd forgotten about that. Because you've had some issues with live raids in the past, haven't you, Fergie? Yeah, I've had one or two <laughs> yep. uh, out of all of them. Now, the, way, the, the one that I heard last week was actually pretty good. You, you, you nailed it in terms of what you said. It was good, mm-hmm. but... Greg Blewett has actually raised something before that you really, yeah, you, you raise your dulcet tones. <laughs> I do, yeah. You do. You get a bit excited. I get it. Well, the sponsors pay good money. Oh, very good money as well. So let's have a listen to see how Fergie went last week. And and Adelaide, just have a listen, just just to see if he raises it up a bit. Footy is well and truly back at Adelaide Oval, Ferg. And if you're a footy fan, you're gonna want to hear this. You'll have unrivaled <laughs> access to Adelaide Oval's Western Stand. It's magnificent too. You can catch the second half of the AFL season at Adelaide Oval. This is an opportunity you don't. <laughs> want to miss we're talking the best value membership in footy mate you don't have to yell Who, um, <laughs> who's in control of the levels that's not me i know that, that for sure that, isn't, isn't that an acquired skill for someone running a show? it's your tone i think that is it is lifts, right lifts a couple well, of decibels I love getting up and about for the sponsor oh, we can so. tell mate don't yeah. worry about that so i might just get a bit closer because <laughs> we had a few for te- all of them we had a few texts about it oh four triple five oh four seven triple m Smack on 9.30 for your Saturday morning. This is the Dead Set Legends. Tom Rockcliffe, Cow Ferguson and Tomo. And boys, the big news probably broke up. Well, it was a couple of days ago that it was in the news that Jordan Dugowie was heading over to Bali uh, mid-season buy to get away for a couple of days and uh, refresh and get back and hopefully play some good footy in the second half of the year. Some uh, footage has been leaked. It's circulated. If you haven't seen it, just uh, Google his name. It's everywhere at the moment (laughs) of um, him in a nightclub. And um, look, it's probably, it's not a great look, but I don't think we'd be talking about it if it was any other player in the AFL system. So um, I want to have it out in full with you boys. And I'll start with you, Rock. You're um, obviously the football player in this room and recently out of the game. What are your thoughts on the whole Jordan Degoe debacle? Yeah, I have no issue with him going to Bali and getting away. I think that the one issue that's probably reared its head is the, the pulling of the, the girl's top. If it is him, it's alleged it was him that pulled the top. That's probably the only thing he's done wrong. Other than that, he's gone away. He wants a mental break. We speak about mental health these days. Players, um, if he stayed in Melbourne, tried to have a couple of beers at a pub, he would get heckled and annoyed left, right and centre. I'm sure there's players that have stayed in Australia that have behaved a lot worse than what he has over in Bali. Yes, he's been filmed, but I would put a a poll out there for this morning's show to see if people actually cared about Mm. it. 59% 59% was, no, he's done nothing wrong, and, and 41%, yes, he has. So It's pretty go. even, isn't it, really? It is. Pretty yeah. even, so it's sort of divided uh, the community and, and the footy world, whether he's done something wrong or not. I think I sit here and say, I don't think he has. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, his history has played a part in that, but as you said off the top, if it was any other player, would not even rate a mention. Yeah, look, I'm probably of the same thinking there, Rock. I, getting out of Melbourne for him would be a great idea. You know, I remember Andrew Simons having all sorts of trouble during his career when he would go out for a beer in Queensland. He'd get roughed up and, and heckled and find trouble. I can imagine Dugowie being a pretty polarising character within Melbourne as well. So getting out of the state, not finding trouble in his um, in his hometown is a good way to go about it. Hit reset, refresh, get, get ready to go for a big second half of the season. He's been in great form. The perception is the thing. Yep. If he's not bothered by the perception that he's a bit of a party boy and that he likes to get out and about and um, and maybe carry on a little bit and enjoy himself, then that's fine. He might have to take a hit in the hip pocket when he looks at his next contract because people are going to see him as potentially a problem child. I'd say Collingwood are pretty happy with what he's been delivering on the park so mm-hmm. far. Whatever it is you need to do, mate, to get yourself ready for a big second half of the season. The only issue is that 
little tug of the top of that lady. Now, if that's all, you know, we, we only get the vision. We don't know what the context is. It's her friend who has, who has taken the film and put it out there in the social media space. Um, it looked like it was in a private booth. Um, I think that's an issue between him and her. If it's no problems by her and, and they're in a bit of a relationship, well, then that's fine. That's what it looked like. It looked like they yeah. were together for the, at least the night, if not a relationship. They clearly knew each other. Um, She's on his back. She was like laughing. It, it looked a little bit I think climbing on him. I think yeah. that's who he is. That's who Jordan Ngo is. And, yeah. and we have to which, accept... Which is not a great thing, though, if you're tugging at a, a woman's no, top. That's correct. Right. Yeah, that's I it. think we've all acknowledged that that's not the, the right thing to do. Yeah. And, and with yes. his history and... and what he's been through over the recent months it's not a great look but has he done anything wrong by going to Bali we've seen him training no, he, no. he worked really well he got away potentially yes pulled the shirt but who cares if he's out having a couple of beers he's having a refresh and he comes back and probably gets three votes this weekend so this is the thing for me it's mm-hmm. a history of it October yes. 2021 Dugowie was stood down indefinitely and he was actually his career was pretty close to being over mm. if we're going to be brutally honest about yeah. he was arrested at a nightclub in New York he, he later pleaded guilty to a charge of harassment there's you know the, the rap sheet's long there's been drink driving yep. offences lying offences in there as well so mm-hmm. this is another one on top so I ask you two boys yes. who have been elite players in your respective sports obviously with you cricket uh, Fergie and you football as well, Rocky. If that happened to you, would you be being doing that, be seen doing that and having the pressure of all the media and all the speculation on you and your family right now? That's not something that I'd be getting involved in. That's no. just me, though. Exactly. And, and, and every side has a wide demographic of personalities, people, and where they come from. Everyone's different. And I don't have a problem with a guy like Jordan Degoe being that personality, being that person and going about business the way he wants to. That's the way he wants to run his career. That's fine. Mm -hmm. As long as he's not damaging his team on a weekend or amongst the team midweek, if he's not hurting anyone else within his team, I'm okay with it. As long as he's providing a positive uh, value add to the team, I'm okay. And you, Rocky, if you were stood down in October last year, would you be going and doing and behaving like that? No, I think you go away to a private uh, place, whether it be in Australia or, or elsewhere over in Bali. I think the the one factor is that we, we've touched on, we've all acknowledged that if he has it, um, assaulted or pulled the top, then that's definite no-no. Like yes. you, you can't do yeah, that to a definitely. woman, you, you can't do that. So we all acknowledge that and put our hands up and say that's just not not on. Um, for him, he, he needs to get out of the spotlight. Going to Bali and, and having a relaxing time was probably ideal. The, the yeah. videos that have emerged now don't paint him in, in the best picture, but no. I still don't think he's done a, a big um, failure here to his career. I think it's it's been blown up. Yep. And if the girl has an issue and goes and makes a complaint, then we fully support her. He went to a local footy club over there and trained the house down, helped out with the local footballers, yep. had a positive influence on people over there, if not helping grow the game in, in Bali. Good luck to him. One triple three five three. Hit the phones right now, Triple M family. Should Jordan Degoe be stood down? What are your thoughts on the videos? We actually really want to hear your thoughts right now. One triple three five three. We've got a hundred dollar vouchers to give away to Faster Pastor as well. Jump on board the phones. One triple three five three. Jordan Degoe, your Fire thoughts up. next. Triple M. Eighteen minutes away from ten o'clock for your Saturday morning. It's a dead set legend. Tom Rockcliffe, Cow Ferguson, and Tomo here until eleven thirty. Then Triple M will be a rocking football. And boys, we're smack bang in the middle of the Jordan. 
to go in debate. The videos have been circulating for probably 24, 48 hours now. He's partying his little backside off mm. over in, uh, where would he be? Like Seminyak or a bit yeah, of Kuda style? Kuda maybe. It gets no. a bit looser around oh, there. Oh, absolutely. Monsoon? No, that's in Darwin, isn't it? <laughs> Darwin. Anyway, um, so he's having a bit of a crack. There's no doubt about it. And the videos are gone viral and gone nuts. And uh, people are split right down the middle about this, about should he be doing this, you know, condoning mm. what he's doing. And, um, yeah, I'd love to hear your thoughts quickly before we open up the phones on one triple three five three. Get involved, family. Yeah, I think the only concerning thing was the tug on the, the woman's t- yeah. um, T-shirt. Other yeah. than that, I think we're all happy with him going away, getting away, mental refresh, have a couple of beers and, and do whatnot. Mm. And we don't actually know as well, we know the relationship, whether those two were together. It seemed yeah. like they were together for uh, the majority of the night, but without the full context and without actually being there, there's no doubt we're speculating for Well, that's right, exactly. The context is the important thing. Her friend was the one that was filming and taking the video, um, and all we can go on in, what a in the other as well. videos. Yeah, well, what about that? That's a complete <laughs> mm. stitch up. But um, it, it's really down to what their relationship was like. We'll hear in, in the coming weeks, no doubt, whether that's uh, being condoned by the lady in, in question, but um, certainly it's been it's been blown up in the media. Yeah. It's gone nuts, and everyone's having an opinion. We're going to catch up with Jay Z Clark about this as well. But we're going to head to the phones right now. We got Annie from Nuriupa. Good morning, Annie. Your thoughts on the Jordan Dugowie situation, please. Good morning, boys. Good morning, Rocky. Good morning, Annie. Annie. Um, yeah, look, I the way I see it, like I'm a huge Jordan Goey, um fan, <laughs> even though I'm a Port Adelaide girl. Um, I love a good bad boy. Um, so I have I have no issue with him um, going away, refreshing, just as you said, Rocky. The only issue is obviously his, um, the tugging of the shirt. Yep. Um, but that remains to be seen what, what comes out of that. But the trouble is the these um, all sports people, and I can only talk about the AFL boys, get put on a pedestal. And as soon as they do the the smallest thing wrong, the media and social media get hold of it and it just goes ballistic. So mm. I feel sorry for them immensely because they can't do anything. They're lucky if they can breathe and, um, you know, the media get hold of it. Yep. Um, so as far as I'm concerned, he's done absolutely nothing wrong. Yep. And the other thing too is I think, he possibly hasn't done um, his contract situation any good, possibly, no, right, by, by Collingwood. So um, I hope, you know, he still stays at Collingwood because I absolutely love watching him play. Love your passion there, Annie. Game. That is brilliant. Thank you so much for your call there as well. And what, whatever he did, like he was going over there, he was getting filmed no matter what, wasn't yeah, he? Yeah, that's it, right. Like as soon as it hit the papers that he was heading over there, whatever he did, he was, he was going to get filmed. Someone would look for him. Yep, let's, for sure. uh, let's head out to Dean from Northfield. Yeah, good morning, boys. How are we going? Good, no, thanks. Well. How are you? Yeah, good, good, good. Listen, I totally agree with the first caller there. Okay, I really feel that it's trial by media. Um, no one really is talking about Jordan Dugowie, about all the good things he does for the football, for the club, for the fans. I mean, I'm an Essendon fan, and I love watching him play because he's, he's so exciting. And this is a very small snippet in time. And no one really knows what happened before. No one really knows what happened after. And he's getting judged on that, and that's terrible. So, I mean, I don't really think that we should be judging him on our opinion. I think uh, he should be given a fair go. And yep. Just leave the guy alone. Yep. Yeah, good yeah, call. I like that. Well Great said. call. And Jeanette, what do you uh, what do you think about the Jordan Degoe situation? Has he done the right thing or the wrong thing? 
Uh, good morning, boys. And yes, I agree with the last two callers. Like, for God's sake, get on with your life. And it's not just the media. It's it's the people that want to hear all this garbage. He's a great player, and I don't think it's going to do his contract any harm because who wouldn't put up with a little bit of crap to get a great player like him? Mm. And, you know, we all work in extremely busy environments, and you need to get away from it. Otherwise, you're going to have a mental breakdown. And good on him. And he might even get that now because of all this speculation, Jeanette. Mm, that's yeah, right. He might, and he deserves that. And, and I'm, I'm a Crow supporter, and I just love watching him play as well. Uh, beautiful. Don't, don't think Jeanette understood what I said. <laughs> no. So he might get the mental breakdown, and, and I don't think he deserves that. <laughs> no. Let's, uh, let's head out to Sean from Semaphore. What's your thoughts on the Jordan Degoe? Oh, morning, lads. Um, no, nothing wrong with it at all. Like, he would have definitely passed it through the club, so it would be on them as well. But I just don't get the need to video everything. Like, oh, everywhere man. that people go, they're just filming everything they do. Don't mm. start me on it, Dean. Unbelievable, it's isn't ridiculous. it? It's ridiculous. Like, it's Sean, I reckon. Stuff, like, who are you hanging out with? You've got to be, yeah, exactly. you hanging out You've got to be careful, stuff. don't you, Sean, these days? Ridiculous. Mm. You've got to film everything. It sort of seems like the Triple M family are backing him in there, Fergie. What yeah, do you reckon? I thought it might have been a bit more divisive and a bit more split, but uh, certainly seem, seems like he's getting a lot of support at the moment, Jordan Degoe. Mm. It's, a, it's, a, it's an interesting topic. I mean, we could debate it for a long time, but yep. uh, no doubt there'll be plenty of people in the coming days that'll have a different opinion. We'll bring it up with Jay-Z Clark after 10 o'clock as well. And I think he's uh, yeah got some information about what Collingwood are going to say and Craig McRae yes. there. ACDC, it's a long way to the top. You want to rock and roll here at Dead Set Legends, Saturday morning, Triple M. Triple M's Dead Set Legends, AFL newsbreaker, Jay Clark. Uh, we start at the top, there's no doubt about that. Jay-Z, Jordan Degoe, obviously in a bit of strife overseas, mate. Yeah, how unsurprising that Jordan Degoe uh, would find himself in hot water on a uh, boozy uh, holiday to Bali in the mid-season break. There were concerns about um, this decision, it's fair to say, and he's gone over and uh, been partying and uh, been filmed... <laughs> been filmed not... not doing anything too wrong to be honest I mean at one point if you haven't seen the vision Jordan grabs a lady's top down and she uh, bats him away and sort of uh, readjusts her top and, and, and fixes herself now that I think on on its own is a terrible look not in line with the AFL's respect and responsibility code for for women but she's probably got to make a complaint for that to be taken further which we haven't seen materialize just yet the big question is what does Collingwood think of his behavior and what does it mean for his future now I think it's uh, fair to say that Craig McRae and Graham Wright don't like the look of it um, they'll have a chat to Jordan about this sort of stuff uh, and what it means and um, whether he will remain at the Collingwood Football Club I think is a decision for Collingwood now if they can keep him on half decent money um, knowing he's still clearly a bit of an off-field risk you know sort of $650,000 and I think Jordan Degoe will stay at Collingwood if yeah. he wants to chase the big price the million dollars a year the six-year contract then he'll have to do that at another club at say as you know, such as St Kilda. Tommy, Cal, what do you think? You've seen the vision, I'm sure. What do you think? I mean, he does look like an absolute deal in it. Yeah, it's it's probably his history that's the, the issue. I don't think he's done anything wrong here at the moment. He's gone away, get away. I'm sure there's players in Australia that uh, are probably more drunk than what he is and, and carry on a lot worse. It's unfortunate that he's been filmed doing that. 
and it's just the position he is in at the moment. But I don't think he's done a whole lot wrong here, as you said. And, um, but, Tommy, you can't grab a woman's Yeah, well, that's that's clearly the thing. And um, whether it's him or not, the, the hand, is it him? Are you convinced it's him? Yeah. Well, yeah, clearly not a great look, and he can't do that, particularly with his history. But besides that, I don't think he's done a, a great deal wrong. And if she has an issue with it, then it's clearly an issue. But if uh, she's happy and she seems to be smiling and laughing after it, I don't think there's a, a great deal in it. Yeah, I sit on the same fence as that. If she makes a complaint, then there's an issue. But I think him going away and and getting away from Melbourne to have a few nights to reset, then I don't have a problem with that. I think the, the issues that he'll have are how's it perceived going forward. And, you know, if he's someone that's not that fussed about having that rap and, and you know, he's willing to take the hit in the hip pocket on the back of it, then that's mm. his game. Yeah, fair enough. And uh, hey. now, Jay-Z... It, Yep. We talk here, and we have a segment regularly about Rocky's Rocky Week. Well, the Demons oh, yeah. are on the rockiest there's ever been, Seriously. I reckon, for a long, long time. There's been a war of words within the admin now, Jay-Z. It's extraordinary what's happened. Like, on the back of a historic flag, like a drought-breaking flag, that so much ego can take over and almost take away from some of that achievement in one sense. So, Glenn Bartlett, the former uh, president, uh, resigned or was forced to resign, one of the two, last year. And then, since then, there's been this essentially legal stoush because um, he he feels like um, his efforts to... Um, not compromise standards and values in the football club. He had some concerns about Simon Goodwin's uh, behaviour. That's uh, on the record. Um, and since then, he feels like he's been discredited by all these leaks uh, from the club. And now he's suing some journalists from the age and nine entertainment. Um, he put out a statement yesterday, which was a pretty extraordinary, whacking the entire football club. And then Melbourne responded last night saying it was the unanimous view of the board that Glenn Bartlett... Um, um, had to stand down. So this could genuinely play out in the Supreme Court if it continues on this trajectory. Um, uh, Bartlett's got a, a case against some journalists, um, as I said, where more of this detail could sort of come out, particularly around Simon Goodwin. I think it's having mm. an impact on some key people uh, at the Demons. And like on the back of a flag, it is... Um, just extraordinary that this would actually become such a big focus and uh, rival clubs are just shaking their heads at how quickly this has sort of spiralled. That's happened quickly, hasn't it, Jay-Z? Now, Stephen Motlop's been omitted from Port Adelaide Football Club's side for today's clash against Sydney. Where's he at? Where's he heading? Uh, It's a, a pretty big moment in his career. Yeah, it could be the end for Stephen Motlop at the end of this year. This year clearly dropped, signed a one-year deal at the end of last year. You sort of feel like just hanging on uh, a little bit. I think um, he was a free agent when he moved from Geelong. The Cats got pick 19 out of it, which was seen as overs at the time, but probably one of the... um you know, uh, most juicy sort of free agency compensation uh, picks as reward. So the Cats did well out of that. I think he's been a solid servant for Port Adelaide, but it's just hard to see him being a regular senior player from here or for next season onwards. So there'd be a decision on his career at the end of the year. He'd be 32 at the start of next season. Just not sure he goes on next year, fellas. And Hawthorne, the president, when are we going to see that handover? Yeah, so Hawthorne will nominate its preferred replacement for Jeff Kennett within the next fortnight. Kennett, however, will stay on 
until the end of the year, the AGM in about December, when he will formally step down. So just wonder whether there's a few more haymakers left in his kit bag at this stage. But expecting an, expecting an announcement from Hawthorne on who will officially uh, replace him, whether that's Ian Silk, the former Australian super boss and advisor to KPMG, very smart man been uh, widely tipped as Kenneth's replacement. We'll find out more in the next fortnight. And before we let you let you go, Jay-Z, Sam Durden, SA boy, sadly went yep. down, just adds to the blues woes. Yeah, so he's out for a month. Jack Martin got a calf injury as well. So you think about Carlton's defence. They lost Liam Jones. They lost Mitch McGovern. They lost uh, Caleb Marchbank. Now they get Sam Durden from Glenelg. He goes down as well. So it's going to be a makeshift defence for the next month. They might have to pluck out Brody Kemp. He's 193 centimetres, been playing forward in the VFL. He genuinely might have to step up. They face a tough, tough run, the Blues. Fremantle next up at Marvel Stadium. Rockcliffe's return. Watch this space. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Jay-Z. But right now we're joined by a premiership player in the 1993 flag for the Essendon Football Club. He joins us from Bali uh, right now, Ricky Olerenshaw. G'day, Ricky. How are you, mate? Yeah, morning, guys. Going well, thank you. Now, there's been a bit happening over in Bali. Obviously, you've uh, been over there for a, a short period of time now, Rick, and dominating in the football scene there. But um, Jordan Dugowie, what's the latest, please? Well, he's put Bali back on a map for us, hasn't he? He's been a <laughs> tourism ambassador. Um, we, we've got plenty of coverage over here, and we need it because economically it's been a tough couple of years. And But now we're starting to get busy, and Jordy showed up here on Tuesday and sent me a message and... Um, yeah, he joined training on Wednesday night with the Bali Geckos, and he was he was awesome. Yeah. Um, he came down. He had obviously he was a bit sore from Monday. We were pretty sore from the Bali Masters Carnival last weekend. We had a bit of a light session. And so how did all that play out, Rick? And you just said he was fantastic in the community there, and this was obviously before the videos have emerged. Yeah, I reckon those videos came after training. He, he trained with us. He was great. He was really engaging, and everyone was pretty stoked. And he he went out with. I think a couple of local, a couple of mates he he came over with, and I guess he's not the only player in the AFL that's had a days off and gone to a bar or a nightclub. Just because it's Bali, I guess that's why they it's been it's caused such a stir. Yeah. Uh, you know, from my point of view, he's been really well behaved. He's he's enjoyed his breaks. If he was if he was driving around on a motorbike with no helmet on, then yeah, I'd, I'd give him a whack. But going to a bar like any other place we've done over there by weekend, I don't see the big issue. Mm. So, Rick, from uh, you being a former player agent yourself and someone who has guided and mentored young footballers in the past and athletes, you know, what would your advice be to him? Because, you know, obviously he's had some, some issues in the past. I mean, would you be encouraging him to stop going overseas to Bali and, and enjoying himself on his in his downtime or would you be encouraging him to continue to do it? Oh, the spotlight's always going to be on Geordie. He does stand out. You, you know, especially he walks in the bar, he's a big guy covered in tats. He's got to, people got to recognise him. So I guess I even said to him the other night, mate, probably keep a fairly low profile. Um, you know, if you want to want to have a beer, maybe stay, in the, stay inside the villa or whatever, I wouldn't have recommended to go to somewhere like Mexicola, uh, especially now with some <laughs> videos and everyone pulls their cameras out and want to film mm. AFL players. It's something that... Um, I probably wouldn't have recommended. I don't yeah. think he was drinking much. He was. He came to training on Wednesday, and um, he looked in pretty good nick to me. So I don't think he was really even drinking. But being out in a place like Mexico with videos is probably not a good look, especially when he's been under the spotlight with previous you know behaviours and coming out of contract things like that. Um, yeah, probably a little bit surprising. No, if you're oh. going to do it, you might as well go to the bounty. You know what I mean? 
Yeah, Well, I think that's the point. I think he, he, in our opinion, he hasn't done much wrong. There was one video where he tugged on a, a girl's shirt. We're led to believe, allegedly. We're not sure whether it's his hand or not. but Which uh, we don't condone either. Well, yeah, no, of course. Right. Like, if you, you do that and um, if the girl had an issue with it. But it looked like the group of people he was with were all having a good time, having a bit of fun, letting his hair down a little bit. And it was them that, that was actually filming. And someone's gone and found that, I think, off her Instagram story or whatnot. So I think it's been blown up a fair bit, hasn't it, Rick? Yeah, well, I think so too. He's, you know, he's just he's a young bloke who wants to go and visit a bar during his bye weekend. He was driving around on a motorbike drunk without a helmet. I can understand the, the controversy. Um, I'm, at, I'm supposed to be meeting him this afternoon for a beer. Adam is in town and Glenn Archer's in town, so we're having a little mini reunion this afternoon nice, down nice. at Finn's. And, and Geordie's supposed to join us, but now with all the publicity, I'm not sure he's going to show his face. Mm, he might yeah. go underground. And how are we looking with the geckos as well? Obviously, you've got a pretty good lineup over there, Rick. And uh, our man Tommy Rockliffe is available. <laughs> yeah, well, mate, the clubs in the clubs fine. We've got good numbers. We've got a great women's team now. We've got a junior program called Indo Kick. Um, right now, Rocky. I, I'm assuming he's probably put on a few kilos. Oh. So. <laughs> you've, you've assumed uh, correctly. <laughs> I've had a big preseason, Rick. I've put on 15 kilos in the weight room. <laughs> Yeah, well, okay. We've got plenty of those lazy, fat decoy fours in the Ford Pottery. Perfect. If you do come over, can you bring a ruckman? We need someone over six foot one to play in the ruck. So mm. you know, I need you to come as a package. Well, I'm six foot one, Rick, so I could probably play in the ruck. <laughs> yeah, sideways. <laughs> yeah, if you're not fit, we'll, we'll get fit, mate. So get down to local F45 there, Adelaide, and get to do some work. I'll tell you what, if I come over, just get everyone out of the 50. Just give me, leave me inside 50 by myself, and I'll kick a big, big bag for you. 12, maybe. Mate, you sound like Troy Luff. I played with him last week, and that was his strategy, too. Uh, you're a good Brilliant. man, Ricky. Thanks so much for joining us, mate, and uh, all the best over there in Bali. Yeah, you fellas, thanks. Uh, Bye. Thanks, Rick. Beautiful. Great insight there. And, uh, yeah, obviously good to see what Geordie Dugowie was up to before those videos emerged there, Ferg. Yeah, look, I think that's a great balanced view he gave as well. Good advice if he was, as his player manager, he's got a lot of experience in that area. But it's great to hear the, the full story, not just the bits and pieces you see in the media over here. This motorsport update with Rusty is brought to you by Bendix Brakes. Put your foot down with confidence. Now on the line is our good mate Greg Rast from a Rusty's Garage podcast, which is flying at the moment. You can get it for free on the Listener app. Rusty, you got us, mate. Legends, good morning. Ah, mate, the Grand Prix is staying in Australia through to 2035. A massive deal. Sydney made some noise about getting, or trying to pinch it really from Melbourne. Were they really ever a chance? I, I don't think so. I, I mean, the right thing for a Premier of any state to say is that they had a crack, isn't it? And that it's probably better off where they are and so on. But, I mean, the, the vote of confidence to give them an extension of effectively 13 years, I think it's the longest deal they've ever had, <laughs> uh, off the back of the massive crowds that they had for the return of the race this year, kind of shows the, the value of that incumbency. So they, they've got uh, a guaranteed five, uh, maybe even more, uh, season opening races in that period. That, that's a bit of a special thing for them. Um, I know from a, a, you know, a South Australian perspective, you guys know what it's like to lose a Grand Prix and, and clearly Melbourne fought hard to, sure. hard to retain it here, guys. And Rusty, supercars are in Darwin this weekend. They love it up there. The series leader, Shane Van Gisbergen, has confirmed he's going to have a crack at a round of the World Rally Championship later this year, mate. 
Very, and something very different. And, and people often say, look, this is uh, you know a diametrically different discipline. Will he be any good? And the short answer may not be completely toe-to-toe with those those front-running world championship guys. The car's not quite the, uh, the same as theirs. But let me tell you what he did in the opening round of the Australian Rally Championship when he made an appearance there in Canberra was sublime. He finished second there and beat some very established rally drivers in, in Australia. So he's going to do a couple of, or a bit of build-up um, activity in New Zealand. That's where he's from originally. So very proud thing for him to do. His dad's um, very well known as a rally driver in, um, in New Zealand too and, and I, I think he's got some big potential in that space and most importantly he's, uh, he's very excited about the opportunity And Rusty, Ducati say they won't stop giving our boy Jack Miller new go-fast bits for his bike despite his move to a rival team next year mm. oh, hang on. Well, and, and, and you know in motorsport guys, when, when this happens when you say you're, you're bailing to go to a rival next year, well often the walls come up a little bit. You don't that's fully right. know all the secrets that they're working on for next year, and that's understandable. But they want to protect a bit of a uh, bit of that proprietary stuff. Uh, but they say no, no, we're going to keep giving you as much as we can. Um, you know, go for it. If you can win some races, that's that's terrific. So hopefully they um, they stay true to that. I don't think there's any reason why why Ducati wouldn't. But um, yeah, they don't they don't they're not talking at the moment as though it will be compromised for him for the rest of the year before he heads to KTM next season, the Austrian manufacturer. Ah, you're a good man, Rusty. We'll catch you next week. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. Thanks, Rusty. Cheers, guys. Thank you. Rusty. That's Rusty for Bendix Breaks. Put your foot down with confidence. Rocky, the rush hour have come out at Ferg, I should say. Uh, The rush hour have come after our man, Rocky, and we don't stand for that. I don't like it. Um, And we talk about it far too often because they just keep coming. And, And... Our man Rocky comes up with gold for that show week in, week out, every Thursday. <laughs> I know, 10 to Makes 5. Makes them look good. Yep. Brings the listeners with him too. Don't worry about that. All of the listeners from the Dead Set Legends, they get on board on a staggering. Thursday night and it's staggering the way you get treated, Rock. And no, it doesn't get much worse than, than what Benny, the producer I from know. Rush Hour, did the other day. The now, German. Yeah, well, he he took a request from one Greg Blewett yep. to try and put together a montage with our man, and yeah. he's a genius, Sammy Morrison, isn't <laughs> yeah, he? He, he is. puts together some of the best So Sammy's stuff. the audio guy behind the scenes. He puts together whatever you hear production-wise yeah. on Triple M. Yeah, and it's just pure gold yep. week in, week out really from Sammy. Is. So anyway, Greg Blewett has put in a request yep. for a, a Tom Rockcliffe Montage stuff-ups. Stuff yeah. <laughs> Montage. There and wouldn't it's be a any blooper, of it. It's basically a blooper reel, a, yep. a glorified blooper reel. Mm. Well... I'll tell you what Sammy replied with. He replied with, Rocky's been rock solid lately. Greg should just worry about his own game. 100%. But he yeah. bent and he and he put something together. He so did. over he, to you, Tom. He, he fell over our man, Sam Morrison. Oh, no. And I found I the montage. I found the montage of you and it goes for a minute. Oh. Yeah. So get brace yourself. All right, Rocky. So I just thought we may as well play it out and yeah. we can just take it. Take it on board, and then we can move on from Fire it. Because it'll be back, better. Actually. It'll be better if now we've found it. We play it out live on air, and then the rush. Get ahead of it. Don't get to do it. All right, let's go. Todd Marshall out. Tyson Dyson. Uh, Tyson Depple. Sorry. Get a hundred dollars <laughs> off your first order. <laughs> you, uh, you. <laughs> clean belly. Heel, bill of health. Uh, clean bill of health. Hang on, Ferg. During the Crickleham Crickleham. Let's go to Greg from Seafood Meadows. Let's go to Greg from Seafood Meadows. Seafood Meadows. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> from Adelaide, for Adelaide, Triple M. 
Triple M, 10 minutes past at 10 o'clock for your Saturday morning dead set legends, Tom Rockcliffe, Cal Ferguson, and Tom are here until 11.30 this morning. Triple M will be rocking football. The Port oh, yes. Adelaide Footy Club take on the Sydney Swans. We're going to get to a, a bit of a preview after 11 o'clock, and Jay-Z is going to join us very, very shortly. So we've been together for what now? We're June? June? End of June? So we've yeah, been together five months. Yep. Yeah. It's... Uh, we, we feel like we're building as a team and, and whatnot. So That's we've right. got our producer, Tommy, um, into the studio just to have a chat to him because it was brought to his attention maybe a month ago. Yep, yep. About um, some information that uh, when you go to download the podcast, because we've mm. had really good downloads this year, um, and the website where you, where you download it from, mm. it should have our bio in there. Yep. That's right. So it got brought to your attention, Tom. Mm. Uh, Hello, good to be here. Uh, how long ago, Tommy, did, that, did Tomo oh. bring this? Earlier this week? A month? A month? Early this week, nice you reckon try. I said that? Nice try. <laughs> Early this week. Yeah. So wow. there's the first lie. We're 30 seconds into the break. Sense of reality. I went back to have a look just to make sure, or not to look, to do some research, see how we sounded on air without mm. you last week. Yeah. Mm. Thought, oh, I'll have a look. I'll just go to the website where you download the podcast. <laughs> Dead Set Legends Adelaide. Adelaide's weekend sports show hosted mm-hmm. by yep. local sporting icons Andrew yep. Jarman, oh. Bernie Vince, oh, and no. Greg Lewis. Oh, mm. no. So, well, you've uh, got last year's Dead Set Legends up. No, it was actually the year before, Bernie Vince. Is, uh, <laughs> has it been with us since 2020, I don't think? Oh. Yeah. So, it's, the year, it's two years out of date. Yep. Yeah, At this point, I'd like to highlight my I've just got, my workload is just through the roof. Oh, like, oh, carrying, oh, carrying, oh, I'm carrying brekkie. I'm, okay, so, I'm, I'm doing Saturday. Okay. I'm helping out with rush hour. I mean, I just yeah. can't. So, let's explain what actually what the Tom workload does. Is okay. Just, so, he's just, the as, assistant producer for brekkie, which is flying at the moment. We got yeah. Tom, no, you're welcome. Tom gets in at like two minutes before six o'clock and is gone at nine. He does three hours for the day. Yep. It's basically right. le- less time than what bloody Rupert does. Yep. It's pretty much he's an assistant producer. So when he gets here, it's like Dits will ask him for a coffee or yeah. Rue will ask him yep. for a cough lolly or, yeah, that's right. or something like that. And Tommy up there, I get it. <laughs> what, what sort of cough lolly does Rue go with? <laughs> There's a few. There's a few that's, and they're, they're not doing a great job. <laughs> they're not working, um, are they? no, <laughs> not great, I think. So what's happening with this bio, Tommy? Oh. I'll get to it at some point, I reckon. At some point, mate. How long well, has it been? I, it's been a month. I can't, I can't it's actually... It's actually been act- two years. I can't, yeah, it's been two years. I have flagged this, right? I've flagged it with the relevant people. Who? The, you know, the socials people, our great team. And what have you been doing? Vague. What are you, are you just like... I'll follow up. You're stepping, I'll follow around, up this week, you're stepping around the issue. Mate, seriously, I can draft an email for you if you want. Yeah, I, I can, you can step up and do it. How about that? No, no <laughs> hang on, you're producing the yeah, show. that's not his role. Uh, yeah, we'll get to that. I don't know what you want from me, we'll get to that at some point, right? We'll get, it's two years old. Two years, yeah, that's an issue. I'll, I'll admit that. Last year we had, because we had Evo on last year, so that's a different lineup as well. So yeah, two so years Evo didn't get a mention in the whole time. The whole time. No, no one would even know he was on. Oh, yeah, no, I know, and, it's not good. And who was producing uh, that show last year? Oh, someone. Someone is just very overworked, I think. I think that's the issue. <laughs> Three hours gets to me. Triple M's Dead Set Legends. We catch up with Jay Clark next. He's going to give us all the news about the Jordan Degoe situation. Triple M. Triple M, 104.7 on the dial. And we are also on Lister as well, L-I-S-T-N-R. This is the Dead Set Legends. We're here until 11.30 this morning. Tom Rockliffe joins the rub today. This is yes, going to be absolutely brilliant from 11.30. But uh, right now, we're going to 
preview the couple of games with our local sides. Obviously, Adelaide take on the Gold Coast Suns tomorrow up there, but the big one today, Port Adelaide take on Sydney. How do you see that one, please, Rocky? Yeah, Port Adelaide, a few big outs there. Boat, yeah. uh, Travis Boak, Robbie Gray, Stephen Motlop and Trent DeMont are out. They're going to play the four talls for the first time. So mm. George Artis comes back in to go alongside Dixon, Marsh, Marshall and Finlayson. And we'll also see Bryn Tickle make his debut yeah. for Port Adelaide. So this is, uh, this is an exciting game for him. Uh, for Port Adelaide, they just have to win this game if they're any chance of playing finals. If they lose today, uh, it's all over for them. I think Sydney... They're, uh, they get Buddy back, and he's had a pretty good record against Port Adelaide over the last um, three mm. games. In yep. particular, he kicks four, he's kicked four goals in every one of those games. So they get Franklin and Cunningham back into that yep. team. I think it's a, a big ask for Port Adelaide today. What a day for football as well, Fergie. Oh, Seriously. It's, made, it's magnificent, isn't it? And, and Adelaide just turning it on. The Dead Set Legends turning it on weather-wise as well. Brilliant. But um, I'm excited to see... I'm excited to see the four tools, um, and these are the conditions for yeah, it, aren't they? Yeah. Are you excited to see that, Rob? Yeah, I am. The only thing that concerns me with those outs, Motlop, he, he provides that forward pressure for them. So they're going to have four tools down there. How does the pressure then, uh, how do they emulate that pressure in their front half? Because they have Rosie Butters who rest down forward. Mm. They're going to be tired from playing in the midfield. Mm. So what are they going to do? Uh, they might swing Lockie Jones or someone forward. They might mix and match a little bit. But yeah. wait and see how that plays out. But uh, it, 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 they have to win this game. There's a slither of hope, isn't there? If they if they win this today, they a slither of hope of playing finals. But mm. it, it, you lose this, it's job done, isn't it? It's yeah. done. Yeah. yeah. I think Let's so. be honest. Looking forward. They've got well, this... I, I personally think it's done already. Well, I can't we, see them we making the We talked earlier the, in the year about the need for them to win a few that they weren't expected to. And, and that they missed a chance against Richmond, didn't they? Yeah. And, and this now with a, you know, a few outs, you know, Travis Boak, that's a huge loss. And obviously yeah. DeMont going down as well. Robbie Gray. I mean, I, it's hard to see them winning this one. But this is one, if they are to make finals, they almost have to win it. Yep. And quickly on the Crows, how do you see that plan yeah, out tomorrow, Rob? the Crows, the Gold Coast are a different team to what we've seen in the past. Their pressure's right through the roof. So if Adelaide play the way they have been, their they're kick-to-handball ratio, um, they're a high handball team, which just invites a Gold Coast yeah. pressure. So if they go up there and play that style, I think the Gold Coast will get hold of them. Yep. Big ask to go up there. Um, where, where are the Crows at? We, we'd love to see them win a few more games on the run home, but I think they're going to be in for a long afternoon up there. Gold Coast are just a different team at the moment and playing some really, really good footy. Well, what do you think is their biggest strength, the Gold Coast, and the biggest threat to the Crows? Well, they love to kick the ball long, so they're the number one team in the competition for kicking the ball long, so they like to get it in, in their front half and lock it in there, and then they build their pressure off that. So... The Crows are going to have to kick their way out of defence and not overuse it with hands. So they're going to have to change their style a little bit. We were critical of them earlier in the year when they went over to the MCG and did it against Collingwood. Yep, they overkicked yep. and, and just couldn't hit the target. So yeah. they may have to. It's going to be a territory game. So whoever can own the footy in their front half for the longer will win this game. But I, I think the Suns will win that. We're going to catch up with Ricky Olerenshaw as well after eleven o'clock. Who was with Jordan Dugowie moments before yeah, all was. the video that has uh, emerged as well. So. Yeah, pretty keen to, to get his view on things. We're going to do that after 11. Triple M. Triple M, 104.7 on the dial. And we are also on listener, L-I-S-T-N. Uh, 19 minutes past 11 o'clock. you got your dead set legends here. Tom Rockcliffe, Cal Ferguson and Tomo. And uh, we've been super proud of our man. We've seen him progress oh. through the media ranks. He's uh, obviously tried his first hand talking about tennis as well. Yes. Uh, Rocky <laughs> on, right. on Ruined Dits in 2019. Mm. That didn't go too well at all. Not Me quite. and you, we've nurtured him on the Dead Set Legends and now he takes a, a massive step today, Fergie. I cannot be more prouder than Tom Rockley. No, me too. It's it's certainly a dream of his. Yeah. Uh, 
even before he wanted to be a footballer, he wanted to be on the rub. So yes. this is big news. I'm excited to hear him because we have just nurtured him along. And yep. he's, we feel like he's ready to take on the world now. Now, so my understanding is that Duck is crook and you're on the rub, which, which starts in 10 minutes' time. It's yeah, huge. I've got to duck off to Adelaide Oval, I think. Yep. I've got to get going in a minute. Yeah, Duck yep. apparently a bit crook yesterday, had yep. the sniffles. So yep. uh, they've called up the big dog. That's right. Breaking news. <laughs> oh, no, hang on. Ducks come good. No, <laughs> no, he hasn't. Yeah. Oh. Our man's been given the ass. Blocked <laughs> him. That wiped oh. him, and he's back on the boundary. Oh, ducks, ducks come, and we can't afford to have that loose unit on. Oh, no. <laughs> Rocky, what's happened? Oh well, he heard that I was replacing him, and he got a little bit nervous. He thought if if I don't show up and Rocky outperforms me, I might not get, might not get my that. job back. <laughs> Oh, oh, man. This anyway, is horrible news. You will be involved in the call, though, which is pretty cool, though, Rocky. Yeah, we'll be there for special. So the A-team today I'm uh, calling with, so I feel well very done. privileged to be there with uh, JB and BT and, and Bernie huge. Vince. Andrew well done, Jarman mate. is dead set calling me right now. <laughs> I don't know why. That's a like, first. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I don't know if we've come good or what. I'll have to call him back after the show. But anyway... Um, You'll be dominating on the on, on, on the call. That'll be fantastic. What are you up to today, Fergus? Uh, just getting ready for a trip to the Gold Coast with the oh, kids. Family oh. holiday. We've got some uh, my in-laws uh, heading with uh, my sister-in-law with her kids as well. So it's going to be a great trip to yep. the Gold Coast. I'll be uh, doing the show from the Gold Coast studios next week, which oh, will be exciting. Mate, first, we've heard about this. What? Yeah, well, I actually told you before the show, so that's a lie. But um, <laughs> anyway, it's going to be really good. I'm excited about the trip, and uh, I'm not missing a show, which is even better. No, well, that's good. So we'll have to set that one up from Gelka, so which would be fantastic. So Triple M rocking football very, very shortly. If you miss anything from the show as well, listener is where you head. L-I-S-T and uh, Ricky Olerenshaw joined us. He yeah, was, was there. Great, wasn't it? Moments before all the Jordan Dugowie stuff actually went down. So it was great to get him on board and get his view. And uh, yeah, listener is where you head for that. L-I-S-T and uh, Rue Ditz and Lyle's back Monday morning.